0: Hello and welcome to another Youth Ministry Podcast. I am Chris. And I'm Jared. And we exist to encourage and equip pastors, leaders, and parents in ministering to today's youth by
1: discussing current events, doctrinal topics, answering questions, and anything else that deals with youth culture.
0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you are listening to us, even if it's 2 a.m. and you're snacking on Cheetos or something, you should probably go to bed, but maybe after you're done listening to this episode, uh, today we are going to be talking about how does worship music fit into student ministry. Uh, in our fourth episode, we discussed music. Our fifth episode, we discussed youth ministry philosophy. And today, the two of them uh, come together in a marriage, would you say, Jared? Jared? Yeah, I guess you could say they get married, but I don't know. It might be a little weird. It is a little weird. Music and ministry
1: marrying. I mean, good idea, though. Yeah. You know, you you have music in weddings. So that works. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it fits. It fits.
1: Makes you imagine a bride come down the aisle with no music. That would be weird. That would be very weird. Also, music, you know, speaking of music, it plays in a lot of things. Like when you watch a show or a movie and there's like just music in the background, there's not usually music in the background of life. You know, maybe there's head,
0: but it makes it like, be weird. Oh, absolutely! I've watched
1: scenes with no music, and it just feels dead and like not, not playing with the emotions and
0: rising and feelings. You know, you you, you just weird. set me up, Jared, with another way to insert Star Wars. Oh. I think we've had Star Wars on almost every. Well, this episode. is
1: episode six. Return
0: yeah. of the Jedi. <laughs> <This So>. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is Return of the Jedi. No, this is Return of the Podcasters. Um, no, in uh, uh, the original Star Wars, um, I was watching a documentary on this, and. Uh, the original cast, you know, uh, Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher, and um, uh, over crying out loud, Han Solo, what's his name? Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, thank you. Uh, I had a blank there. They all watched like you know some of the original footage before it was cut. Mm. The actually, the entire movie was recut. Lu- Lucas hated the first uh, rendition, you know, the first mm-hmm. cut of the movie, right. It was recut. And so they watched it without it being cut well and without music, and they were like, this is going to stink. Yeah. Like, this would, is going to be horrible. Imagine. And so, obviously, re- recutting it and then adding the fantastic music of, the John, Williams, of John Williams. John it Williams. It's just. He's great. Absolutely. Great. So, anyway, moving on, um, good, good we've got our Star Wars in. We want to talk about something very special, unique. Whoa. We are noticing a growth in our listeners. We appreciate that. Thank uh, you. Yes, thank you. But we want to see an even Bigger growth because we want to be able to reach more people. So, Jared, tell our listeners about our giveaway. Yes, we're
1: having a giveaway. Uh, We're looking for – there's multiple ways to enter this giveaway. Uh, So you can start today, It goes through next week, and we'll uh, announce a winner on the 15th. But how do you enter? You enter one entry if you email us a topic. Again, our email is anotherympodcast at gmail.com. Email a topic or even maybe a question – if you email us a topic, something or something that we can talk about, <laughs> yeah, we can,
0: we can mention on this uh this show. Because I want to pause you there, yeah. Because the, one of the main reasons we exist is to help youth pastors and parents of students. That's true. And so we want to know what you want us to discuss. And by the way, we're we're not just going to give our ideas. We want to bring in, like, if you give us a very specific topic, we'll go find somebody yeah. who can speak uh, better I on it think... than we can.
1: Yeah, that's true. We'll bring in someone smarter
0: and wiser that's right, than us which there's plenty out there lots of people <laughs> all right anyway uh, continue two entries if
1: you uh so that's one entry if you email us top of your question uh second way to enter and get you two entries is if you write a review on apple itunes apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, whatever spotify we'll, we'll track it down we'll find it you write the review you get two
0: entries just don't do it anonymously well obviously yeah. <laughs> i don't think is it possible to do i that? don't know just but, t- I, well, well, I guess the one thing is if it just is as, as their email. Uh, that's I don't true. Know. So if it's just your email, maybe put your first name or something.
1: Yeah. Or, or we can figure out who you that's are. That's true. I as guess I guess email. true. Though, that's true. We can say you might this email one. Might count. Yeah,
0: that works. So and two two really two emailed.
1: entries. And if you subscribe now, obviously we don't really we're not sure how to track subscriptions or I personal no subscriptions. Idea. But if you subscribe, you take a screenshot on your phone or computer or wherever you're subscribing and email and us. Email us that screenshot, that will
0: get you two more entries. And so just to clarify for our listeners, uh, you have the potential of having five entries for yourself. So if you email us a topic, that's one entry. If you also, in addition to that, write a review, that's two. So that's three, right, Jared? That's three That's entries. three. And then if you uh, subscribe, that's an additional two. So that'd be five. Five. Basic math. What do, what do they have the opportunity to win? Oh, yes. Well, they have the opportunity to win a $20 gift card at Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. where, where Christians eat. Christian, Christian uh, and you and l- listen, you can use this to take a student out. Uh, you can use this to buy yourself lunch, hopefully yeah. twice. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> buying yourself lunch. And on some milkshakes. On that. I actually <laughs> took a student out one time mm-hmm. uh, to, to meet with him. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he insisted on paying for himself, and usually I cover a student. But yeah. th- I'm thankful he did because uh, he bought eighteen dollars worth of food wow. at Chick fil A. Yeah, he bought two full meals, and I told him, "I was like, you know, that you your drink gets refills." And he said, "Yep," but he still got two drinks. So. Is, it, is it the same drink? <laughs> I don't know. That would be <laughs> I ironic. I but. think he, I think it was. He just <laughs> said he said, "Can you duplicate that order?" <laughs> so anyway, all right, not to. Not to put him on blast or anything, but... uh, He'll remain anonymous, but he knows who he is, unfortunately. Yeah, you know who you are. And so $20 gift card to Chick-fil-A you can use uh, on yourself, your family, or your students, whatever you wish. Um, And we will announce the winner, Jared, on... On June 15th podcast. Yeah, so if you don't listen... To that podcast. Yes. You won't know if you, you won. You won't know if you won. And if we don't hear back, you know, we try to get in contact with the w- winner and we don't hear back, we'll have to pick another one. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Jared, are we allowed to enter this competition?
1: I don't think so. Or this, this, I feel uh, like that would be like, violate our terms and agreements. That's true. Something like that. That's true. Small and print. Just, just because... You know, and our families aren't allowed to
0: enter either. That's, like, that's true. usually yeah. the fall of, of
1: giveaways. So. Our wives could enter for Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but just to have our first... Um, Brought to you by Moment. Uh, this giveaway is brought to you by the youth ministry budgets of Bethel uh, BFC and Cedarcrest BFC. There you go. So, shout out to our churches. Sponsored. That's right. All right, we're going to move on now to our practical tip of the day. Jared, Ooh. are you excited for this? I am
1: excited. You know, the practical tips have been a highlight of our podcast. I Absolutely, think. I really think that's
0: what's made our listeners. People grow. just are waiting for for the practical tips. So. I told you the today's practical tip was going to be Bible Arc. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Uh, you're talking about Noah's Ark? No. No. Definitely not. It's actually <laughs> Arc A-R-C. Oh, like a it's story. It's a fantastic Ark. resource. Again, we're not receiving any sort of uh, pressure or monetary gains to say any of this. But I discovered, <coughs> excuse me, Bible ARC, A-R-C dot com. It, is, uh, it originated with Bethlehem Bible College and Seminary, or Bethlehem Seminary. It's where John Piper is the chancellor. Where It's from the church that he, he pastored there in uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a fantastic tool uh, to um, block diagram a passage and kind of put your outline in. Um, you, you kind of mess around with it, watch uh, tutorial videos. They do have a paid version, but they have a free version. Ooh, and sweet. the free version has... Tons of good resources. I just used it for my last sermon. I preached mm-hmm. on James. It was fantastic. So Bible yes, arc. Bible uh, pastors arc. and youth leaders, you can use that.
1: All right, and we'll include a link in the show notes for that. So yes, find that's it right
0: there. Fantastic. So let's, let's now transition into what we're going to talk about today. We said that we we're talking about um, singing in youth ministry mm-hmm. and what they have to do with each other, why it matters. Uh, student ministry is a ministry of the local church, and the local church gathers. And that's what our student ministry primarily does, right? We gather. Usually. And, and when usually. the church, yeah, and, hmm. except for COVID 19. Yeah. When the church gathers, the church sings. We see this all over the scriptures. I would guess that most student ministries sing. Jared, I imagine yours sings.
1: Uh yes, yes, we do sing. Very, we try to sing all the time. I try to do sing online too, to the Zoom. Oh, really? Uh, it do you do you play guitar? Well. No, I do not. No, I do not sing.
0: Oh, okay. Well. So you, you don't fit the youth pastor. No, I'm not the uh, stereotype. Stereotype Stereo pastor.
1: Yeah. Well, as we're in I, well, I don't. Know, I think more and more though the stereotype youth pastor is more like a uh, gadgety and uh, That's video editing.
0: That's, yeah, right. right. Now,
1: (laughs) uh, we moved past the guitar. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Well, there's still a guitar in my office. uh,
1: Are you that that stereotypical youth pastor? I guess I would be. All right.
0: Um, But we digress. Yes. I would guess, though, though I would say most youth ministries sing, I would guess that most do not sing for the same reasons.
1: Mm, That's probably a good guess.
0: Students love music. I think that's undebatable.
1: Yeah. We Um, talked about in the opening, music is... Of life,
0: it's... yes, a lot of student ministries have music because students enjoy music. I mean, student ministry without music would almost be similar to Star Wars without music,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, that was probably a bad illustration.
1: Walk I'd into go. like a, a quiet room and, yeah, right, nothing
0: going on. And music is great to have in the background, but we're talking about music when we sing, yes, so. We need to have some sort of objective understanding of the purpose of music and youth ministry. Is, is it do we have it just because the students want it? Uh, should we sing just because we feel like you know that's what Christians do when they gather? Mm. Um, you know, and so we saw in the last episode, or uh, that'd be two episodes ago. Um, that we talked yeah, about episode we, four, yeah, yeah episode four on uh, uh, New Hope. Um, that God commands us to sing all over the Psalms. And that in His church, and that we must praise Him in our worship when we sing to Him. Okay, right. um, obviously not not when you listen to all music, but when we are singing to God corporately, we must sing. Mm-hmm. And we reference for you Colossians three sixteen. I want to actually read Colossians three sixteen and kind of use this to kind of fuel what we're going to talk about today. Paul writes, "Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly." teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And then he, in, he continues in verse 17. Whatever you do in word or deed, which would include singing, I'd imagine, that both in whatever you do and else in the context, do everything, including singing in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, all that we do should be to the glory of God, but he is talking mm-hmm. specifically about what the church does when they get together and when mm-hmm. they're with each other. So right. everything needs to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus. So That's true. Jared, according to this text, what is the purpose of singing when the church gathers, which we're going to argue includes the, the youth because they're part of the, part church. Of the church. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the
1: purpose, obviously as it states, even in, uh, you said in 16, uh, getting together, singing psalms, hymns, and I think it even goes back to teaching. Uh, we can learn a lot through the songs. Uh, there's a lot of, especially you get the good old hymns We have a lot of doctrine, a lot of uh, context in them that you can, we learn more about God through singing. And it helps uh, humble our hearts and position our hearts to place where we can accept and realize who we are in light of who God is.
0: Yeah, I, I think singing is one of the places that, um, it's not the only place, okay? But it is one of the places that... that it's probably most tangible that uh, theology, doctrine, and truth come together with our emotions. Mm-hmm. So when I'm singing a song like uh, "In Christ Alone," mm-hmm. um, you know uh, I'm singing a song like "A Mighty Fortress Is Our God." Yeah. Those that rich truth is fueling my emotions in mm-hmm. that moment. Right. Um, it's emotion married <laughs> with <laughs> truth. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we are to get together to worship God with our music. Uh, when we sing corporately to teach each other and even to admonish each other. Like the music we, that we sing should encourage us, convict us, challenge us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I, I just, um, I, I want to ask you a question, uh, listener. Did you notice what this teaching through singing ought to flow out of uh, in our text in Colossians 3.16? So he says that we must, you know, singing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, teaching and admonishing each other. He opens with this, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And out of that statement, teaching, admonishing, and then singing comes out of the word of Christ dwelling in us richly. Mm. The music that we sing as a church, including the students, must be music with substance. Um... I remember Jared. Have you taken your students on retreats? Yes, we go on a couple of retreats. Yeah, as
1: a yeah, matter of yeah. fact,
0: I think this was the first year you guys actually joined us at Snowglow.
1: Yeah, Snowglow. It's it's wow. Great time. Yeah, yeah. A
0: little was plug for Snowglow. Good to be back. Amen. I took my students to D3, uh, a youth conference put on in Kentucky uh, at Southern Seminary. I mm. would highly recommend it. And I remember my first uh, summer there, and and I believe that we sing solid songs in our, our youth group, but. There were every single song that they had was super dense, super mm. rich, and I remember even my students who were used to music like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey guys, what do you think of the music?" Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, there's so many words." <laughs> That's how they were <laughs> spotted.
1: So words? I said,
0: "What? Uh, then? What uh, is the point?" Uh, and uh, what happened was, though, by the end of the week. Mm. they were singing those songs and they loved them. And yeah. we sang them the entire nine to 10 hour drive back down. Yeah. Not straight, but right, right. on and off. I mean, yeah. it was amazing to see that, that, that transition. That's awesome. So there is no time when the church gathers where the music is not allowed to be rich. That's true. It's not allowed to be straight out of the word. Now, does that mean every song has to be a doctrinal, you know, thesis? No, but the song must have substance to it. Right. So I want to ask Jared what are some of the dangers in choosing music when we gather that is quote unquote Christian but it's very shallow.
1: Well, I think it can lead to dangers of shallow theology. Mm. Uh there's a lot of songs out there that are focused on more on our response uh which not necessarily wrong, but I think it can the focus can become on us rather than on God who we are worshipping. There's a, or there's some songs out there that can really be portrayed as just love songs. Mm. In general, you can just insert your girlfriend's name and bam, then Stop it's a love song. Uh, so I think that's the danger when things are, are shallow, when it's just focused on the surface. Because it's not like we've not talked about what we talked about, getting into the heart, getting into the emotions and really teaching or admonishing because it's just a, a fun tune or a, a carefree, repetitive uh, chorus.
0: Yeah. And when, you know, and this kind of comes to proper interpretation of the Bible, and I think it plays in here. If you read a verse out of context um, in in, in the scriptures, you will botch the meaning. Yeah. But I think even if you sing a shallow song with no context to surround it,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. you're going to get the wrong meaning Mm -hmm. or wrong idea from that text. You know, you can, can, in some of these songs without a a robust theological um, surrounding Mm -hmm. in the lyrics, you, you can assume that... God came from heaven to uh, die for you. You can start singing and and think, get this idea that that God was lonely mm. and he came and sought you because mm. he needed a friend, friend yeah. which and, is totally contrary to yeah. scripture. Well, and you're you know, the best thing in the world. That's right.
1: Uh, also, I think it goes in the whole idea of, of diet too. Like if you mm. only eat shallow, light stuff and you're not ever going to get the nutrients, you're never going to get the muscle muscle growth that you really need or the protein. We'll, right. we'll associate protein. Protein is good because you need to grow protein. Helps you grow.
0: It helps you get buff, bacon buff. That's right. Amen. So I think this also connects to John four twenty four, right? When Jesus told the woman at the well, the Father is seeking people to worship Him in spirit, so it mm. must be genuine, genuine, yeah. and in truth, truth. It must be true what you're saying, okay? And um, if you took words that I say in a conversation like this mm-hmm. and just pulled it out of the context and relay that to somebody, you could totally misrepresent me. That's true. Same thing if you sing, you know, basic truths about God, but there's no context surrounding those truths, explaining Mm. them in the song, Mm. students can get the wrong idea about God. That's true. Um, I I think, you know, just to go out there publicly, most Christian radio stations today, the music on is terrible. Um, Very, very shallow and and misrepresents who God is. So Yeah. Provides a, a false sense of hope. Oh yeah, baby! Like, oh oh, oh didn't yeah, everything's gonna be okay. That's right, everything's okay. gonna be fine in this just, life. Just love God. That's right, Amen. Jerry, Me. what would you say though to somebody who might respond back? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Listen, listen, listen. We understand what you're saying. People mm-hmm. need truth. That's good for the adults, but you know, young people are just you know too too young to digest to digest this deep truth. You know what's you know we we, we can't be given meat to these young kids. What what? Yeah. What would you say?
1: Well, first of all, uh, when was the last time you took algebra? Uh, Algebra is pretty complicated. Like, uh, you think back... Like College. Some, yeah. Some of the stuff that uh, they're learning in school is deep. And oh, yeah. Complicated. And, you know, what's what's not more important than learning the deep truth about God.
0: Mm. Amen. They're ready to understand things like physics and chemistry, but yeah, not they, deep not, truth about God. Yeah.
1: I mean, so I think that... And in songs, and worship songs especially, or any song, really, it provides a lighter context to learn those things because mm. you're not trying to like memorize facts and figures and all that stuff, but you're, you're learning the tune. Like we talk about music, it tunes are catchy. Yes. You learn tunes and helps you remember things. And so if you remember things through songs and a lot of songs that they're written from scripture, pulling verses and passages out and writing songs about them, especially the Psalms are a huge way of learning the truth about God in a, a deep way, but also in a way that's easily to comprehend and understand.
0: Amen. And I, I would, uh, I would, I would add to that just as, as a practical tip. Ooh,
1: Ooh double tipped, eh? tip day!
0: Practical tip—you get a second one. This is a bonus. Bonus tip. Um, one thing that I did uh, in, in my first youth ministry—I haven't really done it much here because I, I don't lead the music here—and mm-hmm. um, but I, I've done it, I guess, in other settings, and we'll, I'll do it to some degree. But our worship leader does it. But I, I would actually, in my first youth ministry mm-hmm. um, that I, I was a, a, a volunteer in. I would walk the students through the lyrics of the song. Mm, yeah, I would actually take the time to do that. Use yeah. it as a teaching point. Especially the
1: songs it. that are have weird words like "I raise my Ebenezer." What is, this, yeah, Ebenezer? What is that? Yeah, Like I don't. I really... raise my knees. Yeah. What, what are my knees Scrooge. Sneezers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge. Yeah.
0: So well, you yeah, can do that's, that. That's a you good know? idea. Don't yeah. don't shy away from that. Take the time to teach them what they're singing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you should. I don't, should. Yeah. You, you shouldn't sing these rich old hymns we're we'll talking about in a minute. Right. That have all these strange words and not explain it. Yeah, that's, that's, true. Not, that's
1: true. That's not very valuable. Right, because then they're just saying words and they don't know what they mean. and Exactly. Missing the teaching. Exactly.
0: Point. I would also say that, you know, uh, Jesus' disciples were the age or younger mm. than our students, sure. and he did not shy away from teaching them rich, rich very rich things. Very and there were many things he taught them that they didn't get, actually, over and over again, mm-hmm. and right. the Spirit had opened their eyes. Right, yeah. So. Let's let's have him sing truth. All right. Let's, Jared. You actually gave a, a very uh, a, a good segue in what you said earlier about well,
1: that's the, my job. The, the,
0: the style being catchy. Let's move now in, into style for our last, um, uh, well, actually, our second to last segment. Yeah. Um, is, is there is there freedom in style within student ministry? Um, I think yes. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think there is. Um,
0: I think you need to be open to different.
1: Styles and preferences of the kids, so that they they you, know, you can't sing all one same song and then they like get bored and they don't want to sing or they don't know you know the song as well, um but I think you don't shy away from a diverse style
0: yes like I, I was gonna say, yeah i i I think that we need to, you know, be sensitive to their style of music and sing song style wise, stylistically wise Mm that they enjoy. But we also need to be careful. I think it's unwise to create a segregation between the teens and the church locally Mm. and also the church historically. You know, to to basically say, hey, when we gather together, we're not going to sing the old people music or the several hundred year old music. You know, it, it, it shows them that we're totally distinct from... The greater body, which includes adults and children. Um, We want to be careful. We want to make sure we're singing some of the same stuff we're singing on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And also songs from the past. Yeah. Um, We should not abandon the hymns. No. Okay? Teach the students the importance of learning from other generations. It's A fool uh, throws away the works uh, of of our brothers and sisters of of years past. There's a lot that we can learn from them. Yeah. But we should also move into our final segment here. Mm -hmm. We should allow them to exercise their creative talents, yeah, uh Jerry, can you elaborate on this a little bit
1: yeah, I think uh one of the things their songs come out is like we talked about in episode four, we talk about the art of music, the art, this tree of music, and the kids are students are artists, they're creative, and so using that creativity to express what they're learning, express what they're reading, uh, learning from God's word, or even learning from a lesson if we I think here's another tip, maybe Ooh. Uh, Allow your students, after maybe after a a series of teachings or a series of weeks, to maybe those who are able to creatively express that in music Mm -hmm. and write a song about what they've been learning.
0: You know, Uh, we actually do that for Snow Glow. Um, We have a music competition where students have to write an original song, both music and the words. I've been very impressed. So your students
1: can do it. The students can do it, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Especially if you give them time. If you give them time, heads up. and Absolutely. And resources to do it, then then they should be able to do it.
0: And so, lastly, we're going to address here, which is actually this is the real last segment. I apologize. We want to we we, we we want to talk about training. Mm. Let's let's talk about that. We want to teach our students to be discerning when it comes to music uh, we use to ascribe worship to God. Mm. Um, so, I think if your church has a youth has a worship pastor. Um, Get them involved in Mm. helping equip your students to lead music. Mm -hmm. Even if you're musically gifted, get your students involved or Mm. get an elder to help. Mm. Uh, You help. Do not let teens or students choose music unsupervised. Mm. But let them choose music. Yes. Like, let them yeah, give them some guys. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, give them the freedom to do it. Don't micromanage, but oversee mm-hmm. what they're choosing. And and if, and if they choose a song that's not theologically good, because there's something to talk about right and wrong. And I think in music, there's good, better, and best. And there's right. so much music out there that fits the best character category. Mm-hmm. We don't have to sing the stuff in the eh category. Right. But if they pick a song that you don't think is theologically rich, don't just say no. Mm. Let's say, hey. Why don't we talk about that? Let's actually yeah. look oh, at the yeah. words Explore, together.
1: Explore, yeah. Explore yes. what it
0: means, train teaching, what teaching, what it's. Train, don't shame. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um, okay. And uh, I would also encourage you to have them lead the worship and song if you have students who are musically talented. Form a praise band. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask that they, you know, also participate in leading the greater congregation. Uh, there's mm-hmm. one of our students in, in particular is a regular on the worship team for both the youth and also for the. Um, uh, larger gathering on Mm. on Sundays, you Mm -hmm. know, so, you know, that's what I would encourage you to do. You know, the, the goal is to connect student ministry, worship and song with worship and song in the church as a whole. All right. And our goal is to glorify God in our singing, to teach about him, to praise him, um, and to edify one another. All right. Uh, we're going to close here quickly with just some recommended resources for you. Um, I would recommend the book called sing as by the Gettys. It talks about the importance of congregational singing, but also, resources to find songs um i th- i would inc- i would encourage you to uh check out sovereign grace uh, their website but also city Alight is a good um modern uh group uh matt boswell puts out some great hymns as well um that, that are contemporized um and then song select you gotta be careful there's lots of garbage on song select but you can find a <laughs> right. lot of good stuff
1: yeah there. and you get good lyrics and yeah you can find the lyrics on there and yeah, copy them
0: absolutely. The I'd also recommend anything that Life the Gettys write, um, but some of that's stylistically not the greatest, but or yeah. at least not the most teen friendly. Teen friendly, but yeah. but, but still, it's good, it's good for them to, to sing some of that stuff. All right, nice well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we hope you, that we were an encouragement to you, and we will, uh, I guess, speak to you next time. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening
1: to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. We've included links to resources mentioned in this episode in the show notes. Please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen. We appreciate your feedback and comments. And we'd love to hear from you. You can email us your comments, questions, or suggestions for future topics. Our email is anotherympodcast at gmail.com.